Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 147, What to Do When You're Out of Podcast Hosting Space. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I mentioned award-winning, and there's a chance that you have one final chance to nominate your favorite podcast in the podcast awards, but I'll tell you about that a little bit later on in the episode. Have you ever run out of space on your media hosting company, storage system, whatever you're using? Have you run out of space and been unsure of what to do when you need to upload a new episode? That's what we're going to cover today. Now, this may not apply if you're on one of those types of services where you get unlimited space or you think you get unlimited space. Definitely check out theaudacitytopodcast.com slash hosting where I talk more about what the best podcast hosting options are. But let's make the assumption that you're using some kind of dedicated media host and you only have a certain amount of space. That's how places like Libsyn and Blueberry work is that you get so much space to upload every month, but you have unlimited downloads and that upload limit is reset after 30 days. So when you use 10 megabytes today, you get 10 megabytes back 30 days from now. And it's a rolling storage system like that. So it doesn't completely reset to zero on the month. But what may happen is that as you're uploading episodes throughout the month, you get to a point where you have an episode to upload and you're out of space. You can't upload anymore. Your episode file is just too big and you don't have enough space left. I faced this issue many times in the past. And in fact, I am facing it on this very day that I'm recording this, and I thought this would make a great topic to cover because I haven't covered this before. So assuming that you have one of these podcast meeting media hosting services, and if you don't, I highly recommend Libsyn. You can check them out at libsyn.com. Just use the promo code NOODLE, and you'll get a free month from that, and also I'll get a little bit of an affiliate income from that as well. So that's the promo code noodle to get at least a free month of any hosting plan that they have. But you have five options for what you can do when you run out of space. You could, number one, re-encode, number two, force archive, number three, upgrade your storage, number four, host your episode elsewhere, or number five, wait. Let's go through this. Number one, re-encode. If your media host gives you a certain amount of space, not just podcast length, then you may be able to re-encode your files to something that's either a smaller file size or just re-encode them differently so that you can have a smaller file and thus you may save space without losing any kind of quality. Now, I mentioned storage space, not podcast length, because Hosting companies like SoundCloud and Spreaker, which I would not necessarily call podcast hosting companies, you can use them for podcast hosting, but I don't necessarily recommend them. But they work based on episode length, especially Spreaker. When you use up your length of episodes, it doesn't matter how you've encoded the file. 
It's based on length. And in fact, they re-encode your file, which I don't like. And that's why I can't recommend Spreaker as a podcast media host. But they are a great place to upload your podcast, especially if you want to get into iHeartRadio, which now I've had several podcasts show up on iHeartRadio thanks to Spreaker. If you want to follow me on Spreaker, by the way, it's Spreaker.com slash NoodleMX for all of our podcasts there on Spreaker. But looking at a media hosting service that limits you based on how many megabytes you use, or it might even get down to the kilobytes that you use depending on how close you are, re-encoding your file can save you space, even cut your file size down to half of what it was. That is depending on how you encode your files. I've talked about this before of the big benefit of encoding in mono versus stereo sound. And many people will podcast or record and publish their podcast episodes in stereo instead of mono. And I really think that for voice, if all you're really doing is voice and you're not reviewing music, then mono is probably good enough. And you can check out theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 59 if you want to learn more about the differences between stereo and mono and why you should consider one over the other. But in short, let's imagine a 128 kilobit per second stereo audio file. That's what most people will publish their podcast episodes as, but the stereo isn't quite necessary. So when you drop it down to mono, you can also cut that kilobits per second in half as well so that you would end up with 64 kilobits per second mono and it's essentially the same audio quality as 128 kilobits per second stereo especially considering that voice is always in the center and it should always be in the center unless you're doing drama but even then the voice should mostly be in the center so by doing that especially cutting that bit rate in half to 64 kilobits per second you have cut your file size in half without really losing noticeable audio quality That's an easy way to make it so that whatever file you're trying to upload to your media host can now fit into that space because it only requires half of the space that you have. If you host a video podcast, not just audio, but you could apply the same principle to the video because you could encode your audio in a lower quality setting as far down as 64 kilobits per second mono. I would say you could even go down to 48 kilobits per second mono in either stereo, I mean, in either video or audio, but I don't recommend going below 64. I do hear a difference between 48 and 64, or if you're in stereo, between 96 and 128. I hear the difference, and your listeners may hear that difference too, but the difference is more noticeable when you're using higher quality equipment. But if you do a video podcast, the same thing applies to audio, but you could also look at some ways that you could re-encode your video so that it takes up less space. The main measurement in video is instead of kilobits per second, it's megabits per second. So no matter what your frame rate is or what your resolution is, if you have a quality setting that is based on megabits per second, that will always affect the file size instead of your resolution. So you could have a 4K video, but if the megabits per second is the same as a standard definition video, the file size will be the same. It's just how it looks at 4K will be drastically different. So the megabits per second or the encoding rate needs to go up as the quality goes up. But if you're doing a video, a couple ways that you could get around this in order to lower your megabits per second, because that's your ultimate goal with the video, is adjusting that. 
you can lower it without affecting the quality too much. An easy way to do this is if you're releasing your videos in 30 frames per second, or FPS, then you could drop it down to 25 frames per second. Now, there are some technical equivalents of this, like 29.997 and 25 point something, or 24 point something like that. And essentially, though, 30 versus 25 frames per second. If you drop it down to that, then you can reduce your megabits per second by about that same percentage, which would be about one-sixth, and then you end up with a smaller file size. You could also consider reducing your frame size and then reducing your quality, but that you could say that that does overall reduce the quality, whereas dropping the frame rate from 30 to 25 I would say is not very noticeable. If you play them side by side, yes, you may notice. But if you did that for a whole episode, your audience may not even notice that you dropped the frame rate and you still get a little bit more space that you can work with. You can even re-encode your old episodes. So if it's your new episode you're trying to upload, you don't have enough space for it, even after you've re-encoded it, you could go back to some of your most recent episodes re-encode them and replace them on your media host because then that would free up the space that they would have been using at their quality but now that you've re-encoded them they can use up less space from your host your media host may handle this a little bit differently the two media hosts i recommend are libsyn and blueberry and with libsyn they will allow you to replace an existing media file with another one and it won't mess up your stats at all And even if the new file is smaller, it still works. But then if it's smaller, it frees up that space that you would have been using with that previous file. So if you had a 30 megabyte file and you replace it with a 15 megabyte file, you get 15 megabytes back. This, however, does reset that, we'll call it an archive timer on the episode. So that 30 days from when you upload the episode and you get that space back This is essentially like uploading a new episode and deleting the old one, although Lipson allows you to replace it. They're calling it replacing it, and they keep the stats, but it is treated, as far as your monthly upload, as if you are uploading a new episode. So it will be another 30 days until you get the space back for whatever replacement file you uploaded today. Blueberry is mostly similar, with their media hosting, that is. But instead of just replacing, they, at least at this time, they require you to delete the old episode that you want to replace and then to upload your new episode. Otherwise, you'll get an error message saying your episode already exists. But with Blueberry, you won't lose your stats as long as the file name stays the same. And that's the same with Libsyn as well. You won't lose your stats, but it does reset that archive timer. Eventually, Blueberry will allow you to just replace a file without having to delete the old episode and re-upload a new one. But for now, you have to delete the old one, upload a new one. So these could be options for you to either re-encode your latest episode or your most recent couple episodes and then free up enough space for you to upload that new episode you want. So that's number one, re-encode. Number two, force archive. Some media hosts such as Libsyn, will allow you to force archive an episode and you're essentially buying back that space that you have. Currently with Libsyn, this costs 10 cents per megabyte of the file that you want to 
archive. This can really be an effective way to give you just those few extra megabytes that you need in order to upload your new episode. That way you don't have to upgrade your plan. You don't have to pay a whole lot. It could cost a dollar or a couple dollars or a few dollars, but that may be worth it. 10 cents per megabyte is about twice the cost of the per megabyte. If you break it down into per megabyte for the $20 a month and up plans from Libsyn, then it works out to be about 5 cents per megabyte. But if you're in a crunch and all you need to do is just upload one more file and this won't be a regular thing, then you could ask them to archive an episode and pay that small fee. This won't change your media URL, it won't break your stats, and it won't remove your podcast from Libsyn's really fast servers. The archive is more of a label for it, that they're just labeling this file as it's now archived, you can no longer replace the file, you would have to upload a new one, and the space that that file occupied is now available again. So it's a way of quickly pushing something from that 30-day cycle into your archive, and it will still work just as well, but it's now treated as an archived episode and no longer something that's fresh within that 30-day window. If you have SoundCloud as your media host, I've, I've seen them do a couple different things, and one of those is that when you upload a new file, if you're out of space, SoundCloud will say, you have no space for this can we delete your old episode? And they'll delete your oldest episode from SoundCloud. This is destructive. That means anything that links to your old episode will be broken. So this is pretty risky to do. At this time, Blueberry doesn't offer such a solution with the Blueberry media hosting, but they may offer this in the future where you'd be able to force archive your episodes. But whatever the case you do, Make sure that episode is still available and recognize that it may cost you a little bit extra if you have an urgent need in order to archive an episode, but it frees up that space. So that's number two, force archive. Number three, upgrade your storage. Depending on your needs, it may be a better value for you to upgrade your media hosting plan for something the next step up. This could be just adding a few extra megabytes or a few hundred extra megabytes like Libsyn allows you to add a couple hundred extra megabytes to your plan without well you are upgrading your plan really and it's the same value as upgrading to one of their higher plans but it's kind of a hidden in between that you can use as you upgrade your plan and you can do this on a monthly basis so if this particular month you have a lot of media to upload and you don't have enough space, then you could upgrade your plan this month and the next month downgrade back to where you were. It's very easy to work with that. Blueberry can be very similar too, where you can upgrade as your needs are. And then after those episodes have gone through their 30-day cycle, then you can downgrade as well and return to the standard plan that you had. If you do this, I would recommend just taking it on a month-to-month basis because you may not always know or you may not always need the extra space like this. But if this is going to be a frequent problem, then you really should have a bigger account. So you may want to go ahead and upgrade anyway, and then you won't have to keep rushing around trying to figure out how you can squeeze out a couple extra megabytes to fit your latest episode. You may just want to upgrade, and it can be worth the expense to you then. So that's number three, upgrade your storage. Number four, 
host your episode elsewhere. In some very rare circumstances, when you don't think that your episode will get more than, I'd say, a couple hundred downloads, you could consider hosting it somewhere else. This could be either a temporary or a permanent solution for you, depending on your particular situation. This would be where instead of uploading your media file to Libsyn or Blueberry or wherever you upload it, you could upload it somewhere else, like to your own website server. And I would say only do that if you have fewer than a couple hundred downloads per episode on a regular basis. Or maybe you could upload it to Amazon S3, Rackspace Cloud Files, even something like archive.org. You could do this with your current episode, your new one that's coming out, or maybe even your old episodes. But do keep in mind, this may affect your stats. If you use stats that are tied with your media hosting, such as with Libsyn and other places do this too, if the file isn't hosted with that company, then it's not tracked by that company. So your downloads for that particular episode will not show up in Libsyn if you're not hosting the file with Libsyn. So you'll completely miss these statistics for the episode. But if you use a third-party statistics service like Blueberry or PodTrack or one of those types of services where they add a redirect on your media URL, then this doesn't break your stats as long as the file name stays the same if you're moving an old episode or just when you upload and if you ever put it back on your media host, that file name needs to stay the same. And then Blueberry will continue to track based on that file name, because you can change URLs, download URLs, if you're using Blueberry stats, free or premium stats, you can change those media URLs and it doesn't break things. It doesn't break your stats. The stats will continue tracking. It won't treat it like a new episode. But if you change that file name, it's considered a new episode. So be careful with how you upload or treat that file name. You could do this, like I said, to your old episodes. Maybe this is kind of a way of doing a force archive, but it's a little bit more manual where you're deleting it from the media host and putting it on a different server somewhere. Again, this could be whatever server that you want. But be careful with this. If you are moving a file that was already hosted somewhere and moving it to somewhere else, It's possible you may break some links that exist out there, depending on how different podcast programs work, how they refresh old episodes of your RSS feed, or if anyone anywhere has linked directly to your media file, then changing this media URL will break those links. So be very careful with this. I would say if you're going to host your episode somewhere else, do it completely for that episode. Don't move that episode around between different servers. Leave it where it is and continue linking to that. Or even if you do decide to put it on your media host or move something somewhere, try to still have it in its original location anyway. But keep in mind that stats issue that may affect you. So that's number four. Host your episode elsewhere. And number five, patience is a virtue. And the number five option for you is wait. This can be a lot harder, but it's certainly the least expensive option for you to just wait until your media uploading limit resets itself or until you get some of that space back. 
Media hosts like Lipson and Blueberry give you a monthly upload allotment so that when you upload something today, you get that space back in one month. It doesn't reset on a calendar day, like every first of the month you get all of your space back. No, it's 30 days after you've used that space, you get that space back. So for your particular podcast episode, this may be just a few hours. It could be a day. It could be a week or two before you get this space back. So you could consider just simply waiting. Then it won't cost you anything in the time of moving your files around, re-encoding, anything like that. And it won't cost you any money by asking them to archive your file or asking them to upgrade your account. Just simply wait a few hours or maybe a day or two to get that space back. And it's really easy inside of Lipson and Blueberry to see when you'll get that space back because you can look at every file that you've uploaded and see when that file will be archived. You'll know then that that's when you get that space back. I've had this happen before where it's just been an overnight thing where I knew I would get the space later in the super early morning. So I've decided to just wait until then to post my episode. But if you publish your episodes on a fairly consistent schedule, this may not be something you'd want to do because your audience may be relying on that consistent schedule. So if you have to wait a day to publish your episode, then your audience may start emailing you asking you, hey, where's the episode? I was really looking forward to listening to it or watching it this morning or uh, putting it on my iPod or my phone before I left for work so I could listen to it on the commute. People do start to depend on a schedule. They may not consciously think about it, but there is some expectation that on a particular day, your episode will be available by around a particular time. I publish the Audacity to Podcast on Monday evenings, unless there's a big problem, which I have had big problems before, and it took me a lot longer to edit an episode or some catastrophic catastrophic failure. But barring those things, you may be able to just get by waiting a couple hours and then upload, and it's never a problem. Or if it's more than a day, I would say be careful. Or or if it's more than just the day of your recording, you may not want to do this or you may want to do it. this. It's up to you, but certainly a way that you can do this without requiring a lot of brain power or some money for managing your system and trying to fit your file somewhere else. So these five things that you could do are number one, re-encode, number two, force archive, number three, upgrade your storage, number four, host your episode elsewhere, and number five, wait. Which of these have you worked with? I'd love to hear from you in the comments over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 147, and let me know what your experience has been with each of these. Have you run into this problem before? And what's? I'm curious, what is the closest you have ever come to your media hosting limit? I've taken a couple screenshots before of times with Libsyn where I came within 200 kilobytes of hitting my monthly upload limit. And I felt pretty accomplished then that I was that close. I think I may, may have even been a little bit closer. But I'd love to hear from you. What's the closest you've come to your limit and what's been your experience in any of these different methods? Please comment on the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 147. 
I've done all of these things before at different times. When I first switched from encoding my audio episodes from stereo to mono, I was able to go back and re-encode some of the more recent older files, and then I got half of the space back. But this is no longer an option for me because now I'm encoding at the optimal rate and I don't want to reduce my quality anymore. So there's nothing more I can squeeze file size-wise in that way. Sometimes if I'm in a position where I just simply need a few more megabytes, which I've run into and continue to run into every now and then, I'll just go ahead and pay Lipson that 10 cents per megabyte fee so that they will force or archive an old episode of mine and then I get that space back. Right now, I recognize that I'm in a position though where I need to upgrade my media hosting for several reasons. Once Upon a Time, the TV show is back, which means that we're publishing now a lot more episodes of our Once Upon a Time podcast over at oncepodcast.com, two episodes per week, totaling at least two hours of content on average per week for just that podcast. So that's a lot more content than I was producing over the summer, which means I need a lot more storage space. Also, we launched a new Once Upon a Time in Wonderland podcast, which has really taken off really well. You can check that out at wonderlandpodcast.com if you're interested. But that means that I'll also need more space on a weekly basis. Therefore, my best option is just to upgrade my account because I know at least for this, this TV season until probably May or so, I'll have much higher demands for media storage space. So I might as well just upgrade my account and make it a lot easier for me to manage. For my lower priority stuff, like my clean comedy podcast and some other episodes of some things, even sometimes my video episodes of the Audacity to Podcast, when I create a separate video episode, it goes over into a separate feed. I also upload it to YouTube, but you can subscribe to the video edition at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash iTunes video, and that's completely separate content most of the time where I'm publishing a separate video about something, showing you something, reviewing something, how to do something. It's not simply my head talking, giving you the same content that you get here on the audio side. But because the subscription numbers are low enough still on that, I often host that video on my web server. I'm paying, though, for a very expensive virtual private server, so I know my limits I know my web server's performance. I'm not being roped into this unlimited storage, unlimited bandwidth myth, but I know what my limits are. So occasionally I will upload to my website server for those lower priority things and just host that file somewhere else. But then every now and then I hit that time where I need the storage space. And so I look at my Libsyn archive calendar and I can see, oh, I'm going to get this space back in, it looks like, just later tonight. So I'll just simply delay publishing my episode a few hours, and it works great for me on some occasions. But other occasions, like right now, I am out of space, and I won't get that space back for a few more days, and that's too long for me to wait. I wouldn't be able to upload the Audacity to podcast, so that's why I am today upgrading my plan with Libsyn so that I'll have the extra space that I'll need in the coming weeks. But I'd love to hear from you. What's your experience and how have you worked around these things? And is there something, a suggestion that you have, a way that you've been able to work with 
these limits or work with the extra space that you needed that wasn't on my list, please comment on the show notes over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 147. I mentioned the podcast awards at the beginning of this episode. They are still at this time open for nominations, but they are only open for another day through the end of October 15th. So if you haven't nominated your favorite podcast yet, please do that. This is where you nominate just once your favorite podcast, and then you're finished with the nominations. The voting is what happens every day during the voting period where you need to vote for your favorite podcast. But this is just nominating what podcast will be included. I would love it if you would put in the Audacity to Podcast with the web address theaudacitypodcast.com for the technology category. But we also have a bunch of other podcasts eligible for the awards, and we'd love your support for that. So please go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash podcast awards to find out how you can nominate all of our podcasts into different categories. Like Beyond the To-Do List, we want in both People's Choice and Business. And we have Are You Just Watching under Religion Inspiration. And we've got a podcast now for the education section, a comedy podcast. And our Once Upon a Time podcast, we'd love to see under Best Produced as well as Entertainment. So all of that information and a video that explains how you can nominate is over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash podcast awards. It takes you about three minutes. And when you're ready to vote or when the voting starts, you can also sign up for the email list over there to receive a daily email reminder to vote. I'm not going to spam my regular list and I won't send you if you sign up for this list. I won't send you anything else. It will only be a daily email to remind you to vote once the voting starts and that will be it. But you can sign up for that and learn how to nominate the podcast over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash podcast awards. If you're looking for other podcasts to nominate in some of the other categories, a couple that I'll throw off the top of my head are for the gaming category, I nominated Minecraft Me. And for the sports category, I nominated Who Day Weekly. And then several of the other categories, I can't remember why I nominated, but they were some of you, my listeners, who have podcasts that you've been in the awards before, and I'd love to see you make it into the nominations again. So that's at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash podcast awards. New Media Expo is coming up, and I would love to see you there. New Media Expo is coming back to Las Vegas. January 4th, 5th, and 6th at the Rio Convention Center. This event could be the greatest investment you make in your online efforts. Don't miss this opportunity to network with the largest gathering of podcasters, bloggers, video, web, TV producers, and social media experts from around the world. Thousands of content creators from more than 50 countries will be attending. Connect with like-minded people and learn from the industry experts. Visit nmxlive.com for more details now. I am speaking at New Media Expo with Dave Jackson and Ray Ortega on how to grow your podcast audience from hundreds to thousands. And I would love to see you there. If you haven't already registered, please go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash nmx and use the promo code Daniel. 20. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-2-0. And you'll save 20% off 
any pass that you get. You could get the digital pass or you could get the content creator pass, which is what I recommend. Then that way you get access to all of the events and everything there, New Media Expo. But I'd love to see you. That's it. Theaudacitypodcast.com slash NMX and use the promo code Daniel20. I'd love to work with you to help you succeed in podcasting. Whether you need to learn how to use Adobe Audition, Audacity, edit videos, you need help with your WordPress website, help hashing out an idea for podcasting, I'd love to work with you. Just email me and also email your feedback and questions for future episodes of the Audacity to Podcast. Send that to feedback at theaudacitytopodcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at 903 231 2221. You can also go to theaudacitytopodcast.com on your computer or iOS device and send a voice message right through the website. And that's powered by SpeakPipe, which you can now use my affiliate link for them at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash SpeakPipe. If you forget all of this, it's all on the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 147. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitytopodcast.com and The Ramen Noodle on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Find out what's going on and get productive in your personal and professional life over at beyondthetodolist.com. Theorize over the TV shows Once Upon a Time, Under the Dome, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, and Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's the new podcast to our network. You can learn about science fiction and philosophy from The Sci-Fi Show, another new podcast in the network. Laugh with our clean comedy, get Christian movie reviews with critical thinking, and more at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcast.com. You can find podcasts about all kinds of technology, whether it's a very niche-focused technology like medical technology, or you want something very broad like gadgets or anything like that, gaming technology and more. It's all there at techpodcast.com, and it's all family-friendly too, which I really appreciate and I hope you will too. That's at techpodcast.com and watch for our upcoming CES coverage at tpn.tv.